Winners of five of the last seven, the Minnesota Wild host the Calgary Flames tonight at seven at XL Energy Center. This is Wild Minute with Troy. Thanks for joining me. The Wild coming off a 3-0 solid shutout Sunday night over Seattle Kraken. Uh, that wrapped up their four-game road trip at 2-2. Two and two. Nothing uh, that awe-inspiring, uh, especially when they opened that four-game road trip with a solid win against Calgary, their fifth win in a row under John Hines. Then, of course, they dropped back-to-back games to um, to Edmonton and Vancouver, and it was good to see uh, Hines' team respond solidly Sunday with that 3-0 win. Yes, the Seattle uh, Kraken are on a losing streak, or were at the time on Sunday, but the Wild did what they need to do after dropping two in a row, and Gus was solid in that. The defense was structured, the Wild looked good, and they won 3-0. to zero. So they got four out of eight points on that road trip. Again, when you open a four-game road trip with a win, uh, you always hope to come home with more than fi- a 500 record or at least five out of a potential eight points. And when you consider that the Wild put themselves in such a hole with that dreadful start, they can't afford 500 play on the road. They got to do better than that. But baby steps, uh, it's still mid-December, and we will take baby steps right now as long as they're trending in the right direction. What's not trending in the right direction is the injury list. So what we know, and we knew this well before the Seattle game, Jonas Brodeen, poor old Jimmy, we think he broke a wrist. We think he had a surgery either yesterday or the day before, but the Wild put him on the L- the, um, the long-term injury list, the LITR, which means they get some salary cap relief. It also means that Brodeen's going to be out for quite an amount of time. Now, some of his teammates have talked about hoping to get him back after the holidays. We don't know what holiday they're talking about. They're not talking about Christmas, maybe New Year's, maybe Martin Luther King Day, maybe Easter. Who knows? I, I, I say Easter kiddingly. I think expecting Brodeen back sometime in mid-January is reasonable, but we will see how that plays out. Now, in practice today, well, first off, in practice yesterday, uh, which was Wednesday, Jared Spurgeon uh, was not on the ice and he wasn't seen. And it was initially reported as just a, a maintenance load type of day, given one of your veterans rest. Well, he wasn't on the ice today and he won't be in the lineup tonight against the Calgary Flames. Jared is day to day with a lower body injury. So that means, um, yes, I mean, we don't want to get too excited here, but Brock Faber is... One of the best defensemen on the team. I'm not going to anoint him the best head of Brodeen or Spurge yet. However, he's close, which is remarkable for his, what, 30-game career in the NHL. But the bottom line is they're missing Spurge and they're missing Brodeen. That is a big chunk of their blue line and a ton of minutes from the blue line. So put everything in a blender. Call up Dakota Mermis from Iowa. Call up Damon Hunt. You got Faber. You got Middleton. You got Goose. You got Merrill. You got Bogosian. You got Mermis and you got Hunt. Press blend on the old blender and see what comes out. What I do think you're going to get is a whole ton of Brock Faber and Jake Middleton with some Goose and Merrill and Bogosian and Mermis mixed in. Now, Bogosian, who just came back from an injury himself, had a real solid game against Seattle Sunday night, so maybe... He'll uh, see more minutes than traditionally seen on the third pairing of the blue line, but I'm not going to pretend to tell you what the pairings are going to be other than we'll see a lot of favor Middleton. And then, like I said, a, a mixture of Mermis, Goose, Merrill, and Bogosian. We'll just have to see who hops over the boards for penalty kills. Um, 
you know, will Faber, I would assume Faber is going to quarterback the, the, the power play. Not a lot of the other options there. So we'll see how that plays out. Certainly an interesting development when you take, uh, like I said, two of the top, top blue liners on this team and actually two of the top seven or eight players on the team overall. So that's a big blow to the Wild. Now, the other issue that the Wild have is, and this is where those games against Ed, those losses to Edmonton and Vancouver hurt last week, is because the Wild dug themselves such a hole, they likely, if they make the playoffs, will be a uh, wild card team. They're probably not going to pass Dallas or Colorado, certainly. And uh, right now, there's teams like Vancouver who are look, or I'm sorry, Winnipeg, who look like they're going to be that third place team in the division. And the Wild are a long ways from thinking about being one of those top three division teams that make the playoffs. So that leaves two wild card spots, and they're fighting with almost everyone in the West over those meaning they have to leapfrog the Arizonas. They have to leapfrog the Calgarys and the Vancouvers. And I could go on and on. And, and right now, St. Louis is in there. Nashville is in there. ton of teams that are going to be bunched together for those final two playoff spots. If the Wild are going to contend, they got to win tonight. They got to beat a Calgary. If the Wild are going to contend, they got to win Saturday afternoon against Vancouver at home. Those are games that now even though they're out of the division, those are games in the West. Those are four-point games. So even without Spurgeon and Brodeen, the Wild have to find a way to win tonight against Calgary. How do they do that? Two things. Ride the Gus bus. Everybody all aboard, all aboard on the Gus bus. Pitch to shutout Sunday night. He's in net again. And then hopefully the other thing, let's continue to ride Matt Boldy's heater. Boldy, six goals in his last seven games. He's he, Coach Hines yesterday actually said it pretty well. He said, since I put Boldy with Eck, Boldy's starting to play more like Eck. Over the past seven games, when, now here's some stats courtesy of the Star Tribune, but they're really interesting. When Boldy's been on the ice, this is a metric that I'm not going to pretend to chart on a daily basis, but it is an understandable metric that makes sense. When Boldy has been on the ice the last seven games, 90% of the goals scored while he's on the ice are from the wild. That's phenomenal. Now that, you you don't have a 90% rate over a season, but over these past seven games where the wild have won five, when Boldy is on the ice, when number 12 is skating up or down the ice, nine out of 10 goals being scored are from the green sweaters. During that time, Boldy has five takeaways. He leads the team with 18 takeaways this season. That's a stat you normally don't associate with Boldy. So, yes, Eric's, uh, Kirill Kaprizov is the Wild's best player. Erickson Eck is the Wild's most valuable player. The fact that now that Boldy and Eck are paired together on that uh, top line with Kaprizov, Boldy has skated with Eck more than any other forward on the Wild, and the more he does that, the more he plays like Eck. Yes, he's scoring goals now. He's also being a little more physical. He's stronger on the puck. He's stealing pucks. That's good news for the Wild, certainly good news for Boldy, but the Wild needed to see this. Now, Matt Boldy's the hottest player on the team right now. Kaprizov still is simmering, still worth keeping an eye on. With with a line of uh, Kaprizov, Ek, and Boldy, should be good things to come, should be fun to watch. 
Wild tonight, 7 o'clock, Valley Sports North, Calgary, at home at the X. They conclude the two the brief two-game homestand Saturday afternoon, matinee, mark your schedule. They go head-to-head with the Vikings, by the way, because the Vikings now play a noon game against Cincinnati on Saturday. The Vikings are hosting Vancouver at 1 o'clock at the X on Saturday. Then they hit the road. We'll talk about more, more about that in tomorrow's podcast when we break down, hopefully, tonight's win. Follow follow the Wild Minute with Troy on Instagram. That's Wild Minute Troy. You have questions, just email me. We usually open the mailbag on our weekly longer podcast with our new addition, Jeff Weinberger. We look forward to doing another one of those in the next couple of days. Email me, wildminutewithtroy at gmail.com. We'll talk to you.